Hello guys and welcome back to the newest episode of the Cast That Go Boom Boom podcast. It was really hard holding that for that long, huh? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was trying so hard. Maybe I, w- maybe, <laughs> maybe I will put in your humming before. Maybe you should. I didn't realise what was going on. I have the attention span of... Maybe... Honestly, oh, I'm. I Nicholas really Pazuzzi. am considering um, that psych degree now. I think you should just for me to work out what's wrong with me. I'm your personal therapist. Um, anyway, anyway, Miami. Oh, <laughs> we're we're a bit late for reasons. We're a bit late. Um, I wasn't home and I didn't have the energy, and I still don't have the energy. But my dear co-host convinced me to do this episode. So, Miami, I guess. Let's start with the joke of the week. <laughs> the fake harbour. <laughs> the fake harbour. Uh, who thought this was a good idea? Like, honestly, it, it looked so ugly. It was awful. It was genuinely shocking. And all of the reporters just taking the piss out of it was... Everyone was life affirming. Actually, I loved how F one media was like, "Why are you? Why is everyone so angry?" And it's like, we're not angry. We're just making fun of it because it's ridiculous. Just and like, was just who, who was um, the Sky reporter who like tried to swim? Craig Slater. Yeah, Greg. Oh, Craig. Uh huh. It's He's incredible. This video was when I first saw it. I was like, "This." By the way, we haven't seen Antonio walk. He was there. I Why? Know. He was. I. I was. I put it into the. He, he promised us. I he manifested even... it, and then he said he was going to do it, and then he didn't. How dare he? Honestly, I. I was waiting. It was. Um, so the fake harbour happened. In general, this race, it was more of a show than a race weekend. Because the race itself wasn't really anything. In my opinion, it was quite boring. The race was... Uh, we'll get to my opinion on the race later. Um, like, it was more of a festival with, like, the like opening show with everything happen around it and after it it was like they tried to entertain the crowd with everything else but the real entertainment should have been the race if you get me yeah i mean it yeah and that's the problem that's my problem with a lot of these new races like we saw it last year with zanvort although zanvort was different in that they weren't trying to dress it up too much other than the race but they were like massively overhyped a new racetrack so it just wasn't right. a good racetrack yeah um i'm not gonna say saudi's the same thing because saudi we've had two decent races there depending on what you think that might be a controversial statement but um i don't know i think they keep making this mistake and i think you Look at what they're doing with Vegas. Like, the only way I will accept the Vegas race is if next year all the Mercedes engines have straight line speed again. Like, that's the only way I will accept that race. Like, they're doing it, they're doing it for the entertainment factor. 
but it's not entertaining. So I don't know. Try again, I guess. And you, you could also see that F one didn't arrive. Let's say in the US as much as they thought it would be. Well, actually, no. You say that. That was the most viewed race ever in America. Yeah, because it's like, Miami. Yeah, but it still, it was, it was. They watched it. They were tuned in. It was. I feel like it wasn't a very good impression. No, but also you know because it was. It really was a bad race. It was a bad race, and it may also have to do with the like ticket prices of yeah, Miami as well. um because the stands were empty they were um and why were there so many celebrities there i i do not why was tom brady there please just this <sighs> this man i've hated this man for years yeah, and then, i agree i do not like tom brady but then tom brady is also besties with a few of the drivers, so it's but, kind of understandable. But that he he's also there. besties with someone else that I despise. Yeah, he, he is. You're right. He is rather controversial. He is quite the Republican, is Tom Brady, <laughs> um, if you will. Um, <laughs> well, I'm English. Um, anyway, um, yeah. So I. Yeah. I had yeah. It is peculiar. I can understand him being friends with Daniel. (laughs) Sorry, how can you understand that? Like you would think Daniel doesn't know anything about anything, and Daniel also thinks he's American. He thinks he's America's like soulmate. Can we please talk about that video about him crying? No, (laughs) no, because I will. Um, for anyone who hasn't seen it, they have done a video about things they love about America. And we've been open about our opinion on Daniel's cultural appropriation um, <laughs> of the American culture, especially in Texas. What culture? <laughs> That's what you said. Um, and they did a video of things they love about America. Daniel was like, yeah, I, when they hear the national anthem before the race, he tears up a little bit. <laughs> and it's ridiculous, because I hate that anthem. Like, no hate to the Americans out there, but why do you feel the need to, like, play? I've It's overplayed. I watch hockey, and I have watched a lot of playoff hockey in the last couple of weeks, like two weeks. That's true. So, and before every game, they play the anthem. And I don't understand why. Why do you feel the need to do that? It's... I don't get it. It's like having like a Premier League game and they playing God Save the Queen before every game. That's ridiculous. I mean, yeah. So... <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I... Maybe maybe that's just it a culture thing. Scares me. It, um, it's, it's very much a big culture thing for them, I think. But it it just, which is fine, fair enough. Do your thing, but but Daniel, Daniel, Daniel's um affinity, let's say, <laughs> for America is slightly unsettling. Maybe it's also because Heidi lives in New York. Well. 
it's not though because he loves like the deep south I don't know what <laughs> like problem is. why do you like, like texas so much why do you in texas like that's not i don't know if i was hanging out in texas okay no, even then no like thank you i'd like to have my rights yeah exactly doesn't live there for a reason um for real this man takes the crazy anyway anyways um, talking yeah, about Heidi though we finally mm. have gotten a picture of them and I was yeah. happy I'm I'm happy for happy them um, good for her honestly um really that she fi- <laughs> that she finally has made her way into his Instagram because we've been I mean, waiting we've been waiting for years um Rumors yeah. say they've been together ever since like no. 2019. It's long. Um, I mean, so... apparently they didn't see each other for a very long time, though. So I don't know how serious that was. That could have been. I don't know. I don't want to speculate because clearly they are very private, and that that's good for them. But good for them, then, or good for her that she has made it into his Instagram account, and yeah. people were either on our side like happy for him happy for her the right side or they were upset and like how delusional do you have to be that you think a 30 something year old star let's say who makes millions a year would date you let's be realistic here f1 has only one dating pool Exactly. Like, Either how would you get Instagram into that? models or the daughters of Formula, Formula One drivers. Or the ex-girlfriends no of other F1 drivers. Yeah, exactly. But they're either... The, the ex-girlfriends of F1 drivers are either Instagram models or the daughters <laughs> of like, previous Formula One drivers. So it's just one dating pool, for real. Yeah. Like, um, anyway. That's you know. all I'm going to say. Talking about yeah. dating pools... <laughs> Callum and Cade were there, and I love them. And I still want a picture of Callum and Mick. I miss them. Yeah. So that's another thing. Oh, I miss them. Love it. I still yeah. love that Callum calls Mick Mister Prepared. Ever since the Shirtgate incident. Shirtgate. Yeah. You will I'm be dearly missed. Have you caught up on Shirtgate? I'm caught up on Shotgate now. Thank Don't God. Worry. Thank God. That was a time. Oh my goodness. Um, so yeah, that's I don't have anything else. Do you have I any... have much more. I have much yeah, to do. I... We have much to do. Once once again, I'm I don't have notes because I didn't want to do this episode. So <laughs> we're gonna have to rely yeah, on We for on... real did not enjoy Miami. <sighs> I I would have preferred if we haven't wouldn't do this, but you want to do this, so we're gonna have okay. to do this. I didn't know that you didn't want to do it, so I take no responsibility for this. But um Okay, so there are two things that happened over the span of the Miami race weekend that were very important um to like the world. Um Oh, I thought all, you meant like the the like jewelry how do you say it? Jewelry rule? Oh, that's just FIA bullshit. We'll get to that. Um, <laughs> okay. There are two things that happened that were life-changing for me. First of all, 
probably the more common one. The crop top. <laughs> the crop top. Come I, on. I forgot. That no, was... James Corden. Honestly, the only good I mean, thing James to come Corden out. does not deserve rights, but. <laughs> but for this one, he does. Like half this a right. He does. Like how he got. I mean, they both were kind of working it though. That's the thing. Everyone they look good like in Daniel, them, and they knew they looked Daniel good in was, them. was, like, loving this too much. I was like, did you see Lando? Lando was, like, a peacock. He was... <laughs> no, because it. I they do not... so good. I'm sorry, but I <laughs> have Lando's tag blocked. You're not seeing a lot of my posts. <laughs> no, I do, because I know it's your post, because I go in them, but, like... <laughs> in general, I don't see a lot of Lando, which is why I only send you things of like Daniel in that crop top. That's off. understandable, but don't worry, I, I'm there for all the content. Um, <laughs> because I need Lando content in my life. Thank you. Yeah, you do. I hope you notice the sarcasm. No, there was no sarcasm. You meant it. That's no. documented forever. Um. Why anyway, did I yeah, marry you top? again? I don't know. Okay. I don't actually know. Okay. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna start tagging my posts just for you, so you see every single one of them, whether or not you want to. No. <laughs> whether or not you want to. <laughs> um. But yeah, so the crop tops were iconic, life changing, crops watered, nature healing hotel Trivago, like the whole shebang like, everything everything it was perfect and i cannot actually explain the shock like the initial reaction no i was them. frozen when i saw this i, I thought see. yeah i first thought it was an edit like a really oh, well this... done edit because i only saw the pictures first but then you see James Corden and you realise this is real. Yeah, <laughs> like exactly. Actually, like, the videos of him and, like, Lando uh, on the track and then the ones of him in the media pen, like, carrying Daniel. I was going to say, what was that video? I mean, knowing James Corden and knowing what he does, I know exactly how this is going to turn out. Yeah, I do Like, I can actually visualise the final product in my mind. Um, (sighs) But (laughs) it's simply jarring. But I loved every second of it. Um, And moving on to the second thing that happened, the second piece of content we were given over the span of the Miami week. No. Again, that was also very important, but Lewis is always hot this is new this thing that happened in miami is new and that is pando <gasps> right right pando. oh my god, oh my oh my god. god. literally the rivalry has been set aside my, my agenda i mean i have i have been pushing the pando agenda for a while like enemies to lovers no <laughs> 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 It might turn out to enemies to lovers, like. But what's going on? I thought, you know, I thought that Dubai get kind of sealed the deal there. But lately, this season, they've been like besties. It's happened. They've they've interacted a couple of times. They've been partying together. What's going on? Then we go to Miami and they party. 
it's weird. It it's really weird. Also, like I, I would have I would have expected after what happened in the race, like Yeah, that's the other thing. We need to talk about that actually. Do you want to talk about it now? We can talk about it because it is Panda related. Yeah, true. Because I would have expected after what happened, like them kind of crushing into each other and Lando DNFing. Um I yeah, would have expected DNF-ing. them did Pierre also DNF? Yeah. I can't remember. I have blocked this race from my memory. Um, I would have expected them to go back to their, like, passive mm. aggressiveness and, like, I mean... snarky remarks. But no, they were besties. How the fuck did that happen? Well, basically, when when they crashed, it was just because Pierre wanted to be close to Lando. Yeah, Sure. That's what sure, that's what happened. It was actually a very romantic incident, actually. Yes. Um, um, it's the sort of thing that would happen every time they raced if uh, Max Futrell was an F1 driver. Um, <laughs> anyway. No, because I... Back to Pambo. The weird thing about this is it's similar to what happened with Daniel and Lando because they suddenly got along somehow Mm. and a similar thing now happened but with Daniel and Lando it was just awkward because they didn't know each other that well yeah I mean and Pierre Pierre and Lando serial girl on Lando like I feel like (laughs) that's a bit worse that's a bit harder to get over I think than (laughs) not liking someone he did (laughs) What? No, Lando is just an idiot, in my opinion. But that's me. Um, yeah, I mean, I feel like. I feel but like that, that also, I mean, it Lando's also didn't fault. end well for Pierre because now he has a, apparently. This is all speculation. Apparently, mm-hmm. he now has someone who is in the same agency as Lando's girlfriend. Yes, and it they look similar. Once again, yeah. same dating pool. <laughs> same dating pool. So, what has happened? What... I don't know. I think clearly they've just put whatever it was aside because last year it was very bitter and twisted at times. Like, there were so many snide comments. I feel like after Nico Rosberg, I feel like maybe Nico Rosberg fixed it. Because you remember that interview where he was like, hey, Lando, you called Pierre an idiot. <laughs> Pierre... Lando called you an idiot. <laughs> do you remember that interview? Yeah, I do. Yeah, that was a really good impression of Nick Rosberg, I know. <laughs> I don't... exactly what he said. <laughs> no, but after that, they were like, oh, that sort of thing happened. <laughs> so I feel like maybe they've just healed and moved on, you know? Yeah, maybe Luisa was, like, making... was, like, doing matchmaker. I mean, maybe Lando's just like, okay, I'm happy now. I, I have my girl. mad about something. I don't need to be mad about something that happened like two years ago. Evolution. Maybe Lando has simply evolved. Oh, that's not how it works. Like I have had evolution in biology. <laughs> I wrote my final exam about that. Um, about Lando? No, about evolution. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Lando. Lando has evolved. Lando is evolution. Good for him. Congratulations. Congratulations. Um, um, but that and... incident, what did you make of that? 
it was just weird because sun i didn't expect it like i was no and it was way out of nowhere and the more i looked at it the more confused i was by it i just think some someone wasn't paying attention and then pierre wasn't paying attention probably (laughs) i'm sorry to be fair like i have watched it over a few times because i didn't want to point the finger like it was a very strange incident because Pierre seemed to be going slowly before Lando hit him. But Lando was sort of on the inside and the track sort of goes it was slightly so off weird. to the right before it then go- because it's a left hander like corner, but it goes off to the right before. Because as you come round that corner, before I, I don't really know how to explain it very I can visualise it, but it's hard to explain. Just say that what track. you need to say. But Lando kind of went for the move, and Pierre's going the wrong way. So he, it's like Pierre corrected himself without checking his mirrors, because Lando said that he could see Pierre was looking in a mirror, but not the right mirror that he should have been looking in, which was his left mirror. Maybe that's what happened. He just didn't yeah. see him. Pierre just kind of turned in. Like, Lando seems to be following the track, and Pierre seems to not be following the track, goes to correct himself, and then clips Lando. I don't know. It was an interesting one. I think it would probably be Pierre's fault, I would have to say. Um, I want to see it from... I, I don't know if I've seen it from Lando's point of view, but I'd be interested in seeing some more angles from the other side. But the one thing that I couldn't really stop thinking about was how close, how bad that could have been. Yeah, I'm surprised that Lando didn't hit the wall. That's the one thing. Like, I actually did, because they, we just saw the shot of, like, Lando spinning. Yeah. First, and I thought, wait, how did he hit the wall? He managed to stop the car. Yeah. He he managed to stop it while... He ended up facing the right way, and then he sort of managed with the puncture, he managed to pull over. But I, I'm talking more cars coming from behind. Like, Seb came around that corner, and they're bl- a lot of the corners on that track are blind. You can't see what's happening around the corner. Street so, circuits. Seb managed to... Yeah. Exactly. I mean, Seb managed to get out of the way and, like, get around Lando, but that could have been so much worse. True. Also, why didn't they red flag it? This is another thing I wanted to talk about. Why didn't they red flag it? Because there was a car with pieces missing, stopped on the track, in a blind corner, and the FIA were like, hmm, hmm, virtual safety car. Not even a real safety car. I think they did bring the safety car out eventually. But they yeah, but like... a virtual safety car for that. Like, that should have been red flagged immediately because, because of simply where on the track it was. Like, maybe there wasn't a lot of debris. And also... Uh... Where were we last time? Imola? In Imola, every time someone sneezed in race control, <laughs> they waved the red flag. Nothing was even happening on the fucking track. Maybe they were paying attention to everything else. The thing I saw, because I too was confused as to why, like they could have at least deployed the safety car, the right straight safety away. car straight away. Um, that would have been fine in my opinion and not just this yellow flag 
virtual safety car and then after a while the normal safety car like what are you doing um yeah just use the normal safety car that's what it's for um and (laughs) yes safety um and this this might steer some, this might steer some shit but like i saw some people speculating whether or not this um was to play into max's hands <laughs> i can't say the mind didn't wander there yeah right it because i can't like literally but then people could say well imola qualifying max was Actually, yeah, mm. you could say it for Imola as well. <laughs> like, like because every time mm. Star went for a good lap in qualifying, which is yeah, I'm just, I'm just putting it there. I'm not saying I believe in it. I just say I'm just saying people believe in it. I think um, I just admit, admitted to believing in it. To be fair, <laughs> so do with that what you will. I'm, I'm being Switzerland here. I'm not. Diplomatic approach. You I know what I. That. You know what I think about this, but I will. Yeah, Lena also it. agrees with me. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't think. Li- listen, you made it obvious. I was just being explicitly clear. I'm glad that I didn't have to say it because I. Yeah. It's not me saying on camera that I believe that. Yeah, basically everyone. Lena thinks <laughs> the FIA have a conspiracy. <laughs> no. Mm. Me too. Me too. Like, for real. If I speak, I I might be in big trouble. I'm already in big trouble with someone, probably, so I don't really care anymore. Um, So, yeah, that's. Come and get me. That's weird. Um, Another thing that I want to talk about is Lewis's hidden piercing. (laughs) Because we need to have a discussion, (laughs) Messi. Because he said I on can't. German TV, no, because I have to see, for everyone who doesn't know, like, there was, a, there is a rule about, like, getting out piercings and, like, jewellery for the race. And Lewis went out to say, the only things that I wear during the race are my earrings, my nose piercing that I can't take out, and another piercing that I can't take out, but that's covered in fabric. The thing is, we all have seen his upper body, so where's that piercing? <laughs> I don't know. It's just a thought that I am putting out there. I think everyone can come to their own conclusions. I have mine. I've shared mine with you. Um, and if that's true, good for everyone who... Yeah. Um have uh, <laughs> uh experienced it. Yeah. Question um, is I will not speak on this. <laughs> no, but because I still have like top or bottom. <laughs> I almost I almost spoke, but I will not speak. No, you speak. Do you think? Where is it? Where do you think? I think bottom. Actually, I think top. But how would I they mean, work? I mean, I'm kind of 50-50. Like, I kind of think neither. 
But also then I'm like, yeah, absolutely, 100%, it has to be. And then I'm like, no, I can't make up my mind, so I will not be... But where else would it be? That's, like... We've seen it. Like, we've seen everything else. Uh... (laughs) Don't do this to me right now. I I, I will. if, If I speak... Okay, moving on. This is thank you. Everyone <laughs> everyone make up your minds about it. I have a post that I thought where I said where I think it is. Mm. So everyone make up their own minds. That's what I think. Also his fits that weekend amazing. Like that one fire. That one button up with like his whole chest peeking out. Amazing. I loved it. Just like whole summer. It was very slay. And that one fit was like uh, Met Gala, but better. Talking about Met yeah. Gala, why did this man not go to the Met Gala? Where am... was he? We were all waiting. <laughs> Everyone was waiting. We were literally awake at like 3am. We had to like judge every other person's it between us waiting for Lewis and then he didn't get there I was so sad it was genuinely quite upsetting it was quite but upsetting he was having a fun time with his besties so good for him like, good for him good for him so that's I mean that's what the point was that I wanted to speak on do you have anything else do I have anything else? That's a good question. Let me find out. Um, just stuff about the track, really. Then talk me through the track, I guess. Well, I thought it was a very interesting qualifying lap. Like, if I just had to sit there and watch them qualify for, like, two hours, I probably could have enjoyed it. First of all, it is a new track, so the track isn't necessarily ready for them to race, be able to safely race on, because there is literally one line that they can stick to, and if they go off that line, they oh, wait, now are that in you danger. Say it, I have another thing that I need to talk about with you. Okay. I've suddenly remembered now that you said we need to talk about the track. Yeah. Okay. Suddenly I remembered. Yeah, but continue. No, just I just you know I think we it will be interesting to see what it's like next time I guess like probably won't have changed massively dramatically but over time I think it could it has potential to be a good a good circuit like I definitely see features you may disagree with me but I see features of the track that are giving three tracks that I really like and I see elements of Monaco, Jeddah, well the previous Jetta track and Australia I don't know if you agree with me or not but there are parts of the track like there's a couple of chicanes no that makes sense it makes sense and then you've got all those fast corners giving Jetta and then that straight I don't know if it's a back straight or a main straight I don't know what it is but the straight there is giving Australia (laughs) the only straight that was there (laughs) the only straight that was there literally um talking about Um, the track because I have to speak with the FIA because I was mad. Um, uh oh. I think you know. Oh. What I, yeah. 
Um, because there was a, how do you say it? Um, like a wall, concrete, a concrete wall um, uh-huh. in the circuit. And Carlos crashed there on Friday. And Ashley Bestie yeah. crashed there on Saturday before qualifying FP3. Mm-hmm. And both times the GPDA or like the drivers in general have put out concerns to the FIA to put um, like some kind of tech pro, barrier. tech pro barrier there to like protect the drivers, of course, because it is unusual that people crash at the same corner in the same way twice. And the FIA was like, no, (laughs) the problem with that is the FIA said it's an unlikely place to crash, which is why they don't have tech pro barriers there. Funny enough, two drivers crash there in the same way. Also, if you look at that part of the track, it looks very easy to crash there. Exactly. And and since since the track was dirty as hell, for the whole weekend like it was it looked so bad um i wasn't i wasn't surprised and the way that the fi just completely disregarded driver safety and does it again and again and again is absolutely concerning like this is a real safety issue but no let's talk about the underwear and jewelry issue because that's the only problem that the that everyone has apparently. <sighs> no, I completely agree with you. I think, um, like as I say, even like for someone like me, I'm no expert on features of a track by any means. Like I couldn't tell you a lot of things about that, but like even I could see like that's a very. It looked like a very easy place to have an accident. To be completely honest. And having that barrier at, at like the ankle that it's at, it was just very strange to me. And when you're talking about the likelihood of potentially having a 51G accident there at full speed into a concrete wall, like if you think about Max's accident at Silverstone, that was about, was that 51G? It was 51, and he thought 51. he was dying. And, and he went, that and was... I'm pretty sure that was probably a. He went into tire. Yeah, it's the tires. Yeah. Now imagine an accident like the one Max had in Silverstone, but into a concrete wall. And also, the other thing about Max's accident, Max went over gravel. So, in theory, if I speak, I'm going to get slaughtered for this. I'm not saying Max's accident wasn't bad. I just want to put that out there now. Disclaimer. Accident, accident, the film was very bad, and it was concerning, and it's good that he was okay. I just want to put that out there first before I say anything. <laughs> but, like, you have to admit that, you know, the gravel should have done its job there to slow that down. Now, if you're going full speed with n- no runoff into a concrete wall, and you have the same impact that Max had at Silverstone... No, <laughs> like that's not something to like. That's not something to be taken lightly. And both 
Esteban and Carlos said that they were suffering afterwards because of it. Like, Carlos was not okay. Yeah. Like, all weekend because of that impact. And Esteban was, I don't really know, Esteban seemed to be less I think about that. He was like, I'm okay. No, I think Esteban had, like, some wrist pain because he held onto the steering wheel and Carlos had, like, some neck neck pain, hip pain. Yeah, I think which know, is great. Like, that's not what you want when you've got to be driving that weekend. Like, you know, and I think the fact that the FIA, you could see, like, watching, I saw Carlos's interview about it. Like, you could see how like frustrated all of them were with the FIA. Yeah, and I think that's really kind of messed up. Like, you just need to put a barrier there. Please and thank you. Like, thank God nothing happened in the race. Because that could have been multiple cars involved. You know? I don't... I I can't even tell you what to think. Because it's just... We've talked about this over and over again. Like, especially this year. We've had it in Saudi as well, where they had the meeting about letting the drivers raise or not. And now again, which just shows whether it be on or off track, they just don't really care about driver safety, do they? No. So kind Quite of frankly. kind of sad, actually. If yeah, it, uh, it ain't the one, and I think they definitely need to sort that out because we can't just keep risking them you know like it's so easy just listen to them you know they're the ones on the track they're the ones getting the feel for the track like i don't see the race directors driving around on the tracks to check the barriers yeah you know at 200 miles an hour before every single session you know like if they're telling you something's wrong like listen to them yeah you're not gonna get anyone giving you better feedback than a driver it's just stupid. You know, exactly. If they're telling you, just simply put a barrier here. That's all they were asking for. Put the barrier there. And, like, one tech pop barrier would have been enough. Like, we... Honestly, I'm glad that another accident didn't happen there oh, on during the race. Because... Yeah, exactly. <sighs> I just... I hate the FIA so Why do we do this to ourselves? That, that's the know. question we need to ask. It's a very good question. I simply cannot tell you. I simply could not tell you the answer. Me neither. Um, yeah, that's so that's what happened with that. I need to look because I need to know who DNF'd and all and why they DNF'd. Um, okay. So Lando. <laughs> yeah, and Pierre, we know this. Yeah. Why good on you? Yeah, why did Guan Yu? Didn't he, he have had technical problems? Yeah, true. Okay. Um, I think didn't Zeb... I think Seb and Mick got away. I think they both managed to finish the. No, Zeb DNF. Did no Seb DNF. <laughs> Sorry, yeah, Seb DNF. Mick kept going. Yeah, because they had German on German violence. I was he so was. Oh my god, he was supposed to get those points. 
don't remind me, please. Genuinely, Thank- I was upset about that. That's all I had to cling on to by the end of that race. Hoping to get, like... No, we won't get anything. Um, so... Every time. Yeah, and then Kevin DNF'd as well. Uh, did it... When? <laughs> I... At what point? Wait... Kevin keeps getting into trouble <laughs> for like for weaving. Um he keeps getting the the flags waved at him. I should really know the answer to these questions. I don't know. I'm I'm looking through something to see why people have stopped. Um I remember Zeb had to start um from the pits. Because of an both issue. Both of them did. Both, yeah, both. Oh, Him and Lance. Did. Um, why can't I read? Yeah, we have um, Lab 41 with Lando and Pierre. <laughs> that makes sense? Yeah. Then we had... Um, yeah, Zeb, Zeb and Mick. Yeah. They went together, apparently. That was depressing. It was depressing. Um, Very depressing. But there's well, Max can only have one DNF per weekend, apparently. <laughs> right, and he wasted it on Friday. He did, sadly. But then he messed up in quality as well. To be fair, that that like Charlene. I literally, I no, should have been on pole. I literally thought that he just, like, had another issue because he had temperature issues on Friday. But no, he just yeah. fucked up his own lap. Like, really, he should have been on pole. Yeah. If we want to get into it, like... But we don't. <laughs> but we won't. Save ourselves the abuse later. Um... Yeah. I can't find why Kevin DNF'd. I'm sorry. Yeah, he I don't know DN- what? I can't remember him DNFing. Yeah, apparently he did. I think he had some technical problems. I mean, I believe, problems. You. I believe you. I just don't. Didn't he have well, something yeah, think... with the engine? Perhaps. Perhaps. At least Uh-oh, he. Oh, Ferrari. <laughs> <laughs> don't remind me. I am already on the edge of my seat. No, because I don't have anything else to say about that race I have to ask you a question okay you're not gonna like it (laughs) is this the McLaren controversy no that's coming in a minute you're not gonna like that either (laughs) oh goodness Uh, (laughs) can I lay back to like hear your rant can I just like nap for a minute when you do that you can when I I have my McLaren rant okay your weekly McLaren rant yeah yeah. Now I want if I hypothetically ask you right now, because I like I like to be evil actually. Um, if I had to ask you right now, who do you think will win the championship? What would you say? Just out of curiosity, asking for a friend. <laughs> nothing. You simply say nothing. Okay, sweet. <laughs> I hate, <laughs> I hate my answer. 
Oh, I know. It's hard, isn't it? It's hard. It's but hard the problem is the mm-hmm. Red Bull is too strong. It is. Ferrari don't have the straight line speed. They also don't have the effect on the DRS. No, they they really don't. And I hmm, I have a complaint to make about DRS in general. Which is, it seems to be that they can only overtake with DRS. But also, it's very peculiar to me that with the new regulations, they can all follow each other so closely, but they can't overtake. <laughs> they can't overtake. Like, I don't know if they need new F1 drivers or what. They just, yeah, we don't <laughs> need Max. We need a new F1 driver there. But, like, no, all across the grid. I don't know if it's... I think it is obviously to do with the new regulations, but only some of them seem to be able to overtake. Without DRS. But I also... Yeah, but, like, I think Miami is a bad example. No, not even just Miami. All season. All season long. Yeah, I think... Wait, let me... But I don't know. Ferrari... See, the thing is... Okay, back to the championship thing. Because I, you know, okay, well done. The first, the hardest part is admitting it to yourself, okay? No, because I, why? <laughs> but I don't want to see him. I don't need to, I know. Very, um, I, can you, do for some can't reason. you just, like, get Red Bull powertrain for the next, like, 15 races? That would be so... That would be calm. That would be incredible. But what I will say is that there's something strange going on with Ferrari, I think. Because did you see that Binotto quote the other day? He was like, oh, well, Red Bull have money. Okay. Red Bull is an energy drink company. You are the biggest car company in the entire world. And they get that, like, tradition bonus. Whatever yeah. it is, yeah, whatever that is as well. Like you literally have more money than like everyone. You're leading the championship. Why are you pretending like there's nothing you can do? Why are you pretending like you're half? <laughs> like you are the 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 mothership. You are not half. <laughs> like, but to be fair, they had the to spend tree. a lot of money on reparations <laughs> this year. I know they did, but like, come on. And they have the cost cap. Yeah, okay, but so did Red Bull. Red Bull have the same... uh, Mm. That's actually a controversial statement, actually. Um, Mm. Maybe they don't have the same cost cap as Red Bull. Um, But (laughs) that's a story for another day. Um, Because I'm not uh, read up on that too much yet, so I'm not going to speak. But... (laughs) Or else for once you in will my be life. <laughs> for once in my life, I'm not going to speak. Um, <laughs> but why is he like? I feel like there's games going on here. It's always like, games. Is, we yeah, hate. We hate Italian Harry Potter. Don't have any money. We hate why? Italian Harry Potter. My favorite thing is he just refuses to speak English and like same. <laughs> like English is the only language I can like fluently speak. I can get by in others, but I don't want to speak English. I get it. I respect it. 
you know, like, I I don't want to speak in my like native language. I respect that as well. Yeah, I I do prefer English. I feel I like know. yeah. I don't so. know. I just feel like what what is the mind game here? Like, why are you protect? Like, why are you pretending you don't have money? Yeah. Like, oh no, the Red Bull. They're so rich. Okay, go boss. You are literally <laughs> yeah, but they don't have the kind of money from last year or the last years. Like Red Bull has been. Yeah, but they're the... Yeah, but they were also had a bad car for the last couple of years. Yeah, I mean, I just, I just feel like with what they did last. Why year... are you trying to argue against me when you know I'm right? I know you're right about that. I know they don't have the money from the last couple of years per se, but I'm just thinking about the the upgrades they bought last year. The way they went about that. The way they went about spending their money last year. I just... But also, you know, they do they do have money this year because of the the constructors last year. Now, they don't necessarily have a lot of money, but they have some money. And they need to stop acting. I'm not saying Red Bull don't have more money. I'm just saying, why are you acting like you don't also have money? Like, just, you, just make it faster in a straight line. And I think, I think you just make it faster. Yeah, but line. I, I don't think you understand how big the impact of the Italian media is. And if he says that like we don't, true. we don't have any money, he won't get dragged through the mud. I do appreciate that as well because they do be wilding over there. I get it. I get the whole Ferrari thing. I appreciate that as well. But come on, pull something out. Pull something out. Like as if that ever worked with Binotto. <laughs> with with Ferrari. No. With Ferrari. No. Maurizio Arrivabene was the best team principal I've ever seen at Ferrari. He was great. Mm-hmm. I loved him. Like he was I can, amazing. I can agree with that. And then Binotto came and everything Binotto. went to shit. And then they had Ferrari illegal engine era. A beautiful time to be alive. It was indeed. Um, I don't know, but I also just, sad like... as a Zeb fan. That's also true. That's also true. I don't know. I just I feel no. I feel like he's lying. <laughs> of course, he's lying. Like, I know. I know they're all lying all the time about everything, but I feel like he's extra lying. Like. Okay, we'll get the media off us, and we'll make Red Bull think. But like, why are you lying about something that we know is a lie? For reasons, like we also knew Toto was lying last year. Yeah, but Toto's kind of always lying, low key. About yeah, Binato is always lying about everything. It's yeah. their team principles. It's their job. I know. I could talk about this for hours. To be fair. Like, yeah, let's let's not, please. Let's not. I'm tired. But, I, want I don't to know. Get this I over just... with. I know you do. I know you hated this so much. Um, I don't can know. you I tell like... I'm trying to get to the ranking as fast as possible? Yeah, I can. And that's why I'm, you know, taking my sweet, sweet time. <laughs> um, you just hate me. No, I don't hate you. I'm just enjoying this. <laughs> um, Not to mention that we already have 80 minutes recorded that we can't use. That will never see the light of day. Um, okay, now it's time for my weekly McLaren rant. Lena, oh, great. I can't. Take a nap. Yeah, I'm going <laughs> to wake me up when you're finished. Wait, okay. what's the topic? 
sabotage. Oh, God. It's sabotage. Not this, this again. I think it was sabotage last time as well because you yeah. guys won't quit. <laughs> yeah, you so, go on. I'm lying down. Welcome to my McLaren segment. TED Talk. Yeah, exactly. Um, I have we need to make to an make. intro for this. Yeah, we do. Okay, let me do it right now. Hi, guys. It's me. No, with like music and stuff. Okay, well, you can add music over there. I can't always want to do sing you a song. You please do. I would love to hear. No, but but also I'm too tired. Let me sleep. Thank you, Vic. You have you have your have your break, and I will do my McLaren. Yeah, wake me up when you're finished. Take down. Okay. Um. Yeah. So what's going on? Because you guys are giving me <laughs> problems on the internet. Okay, I thought you were asleep. I'm not talking to you. This ain't about you. Okay? I'm speaking to the people. <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> you you go have your nap. This this ain't about you. <laughs> Why are you talking to me as if I were a child, like a toddler? Go to sleep. You need go to nap. sleep. <laughs> it's nap time. <laughs> It's nap time. Um, so, topic of the week. Because I've been so rudely interrupted. Let's cut to the chase. Daniel is not being sabotaged. Okay? You're killing me. You're killing me, okay? You're killing me. Going back to sleep. I'm sorry. Trying to monologue over here, and you're disrupting the flow. I'm sorry. I'm choosing to ignore you. Um, simply not being sabotaged. And some of you don't want to hear this. Okay, that's not my problem. Um, I just, I just cannot get my head around it. You think, okay, McLaren have been stalking Daniel for years. Okay, Andreas is basically in love with him. Okay, and lest we forget, Zach Brown has Daniel's race win for them tattooed onto his body. Okay, something that he has said he will simply not do for Lando. Ooh, Lando. They only love Lando. They posted Lando like five times and they only posted down once. What are you doing that you have all of this free time to spend on the McLaren Instagram account? Okay, counting how many appearances they each make. Okay, I think at this point you have to admit that you're the problem. Okay, McLaren is not the problem. Sounds a lot like a they problem to them. It's, it's a, it, yeah. It's a new problem, okay? And I'm not actually adding anyone here necessarily. This is just my feelings on the matter as a whole from some of the weird takes I'm seeing on the internet. Because some of people really are just in, like, just stop. Just stop. Because also, it's not any good for Daniel. Like, he has finally found a team that he himself has said that he, <clears throat> that he is happy there. And he feels like he belongs there. And let's face it, he has he has hopped around a little bit since being at Red Bull because that ended very badly for him. And I don't want his time at McLaren to end the same way. Some of you guys are about to force this man into like early retirement because well, he did think about on. retirement after last he year. He did exactly. And let's face it, that sorry for interrupting you. To... No, that's okay. That's allowed. But. You have to admit that that was also down to him. I'm sorry, but it's true. Like, there were problems there between him and the car and the team as well. But that's, you know, 
And then you get people who blame all of that on other things. Like... Yeah, because the social media admin is at fault for the car doing bad. Yeah, as if... Makes yeah, as sense. If whoever is running the McLaren Instagram account, whoever's running McLaren's TikTok, <laughs> is actually an engineer who, like, has... has uh, has sabotaged Daniel's car to yeah. break. Like, the other thing about this is that if McLaren were actually sabotaging Daniel, they would literally be throwing money away. Yeah. Like, they would be throwing their money. Do you away. know Something how expensive his salary do. is? Like, he makes his salary bank. And also his car. <laughs> his car. Do you know how much it costs to fix one of those things? More I do money actually. Than I will probably see in my entire life. Do you, did you know a front wing is about like twenty grand? Yeah. Or at least it was with last year's regulations. Oh, it's probably not far off that now. They're even bigger this year. They probably cost more. Yeah, but like <laughs> with these small like aero things. Yeah, with the aero. Yeah, I, I know. Yeah, I was, yeah. I'm sorry. Stubborn. No, it's fine. I interrupted you, you again. You can interrupt the McLaren rant. You're allowed. I thought I was it. I thought you, you were are, monologuing. You didn't want to be a part of this. So I decided I took it upon myself to monologue. That's not my fault. Okay, continue. Just having a domestic <laughs> life. Um, <laughs> no, we had domestic, like, had so 80 minutes. Uh-huh. And then no, we started. But... <laughs> anyway, back to McLaren, man. <laughs> this is a very important segment. Um... Yeah, I think, and also, the other thing, I keep seeing people being like, oh, um, what are they saying? I'm, I just lost Was it with the drink so where blank. they forgot to connect Daniel's drink? Oh, yeah, that, and how they're trying to break his engine on purpose, and how they're trying to kill him, and how they're trying to, like, get rid of him, and how they're trying to make him come last, and they're trying to make Lando look good. And they're trying to do this and trying to do that. Like there are, there are so many hours in the day, guys. Like I feel like McLaren is busy with other things, um, you know. And also, people keep going. Oh, well, you say just saying other teams do it is not does not make it okay. Like every team has these problems. Every team probably has a first and a second driver, officially or otherwise. Just look you know? at Carlos and Charles. Okay, Red Bull. Okay, maybe not Mercedes so much this year. But last year. Um, but last year, and for the last God knows how many years, they've had that as well. Okay, Ferrari has it. Um, um, you could argue, I mean, uh, different people can argue different things up and down the grid. But, you know, it, it's, it's wrong to... It's wrong to have that, perhaps. Okay, I, I agree on that. But to say that, like, to be angry because of McLaren seems to have a number one, number two driver system going on. Okay, first of all, go be mad at everyone then. I'm not saying don't be mad about it. I'm just saying give everyone else the same energy. If you're going to be so upset Yeah, it's a, it's a problem about the sport, not about one team. It's a problem with the sport, not just one team specifically. And, like, I completely get not liking that and not respecting that. I don't particularly like it as a system. But be mad at everyone then. Be mad at everyone then. No, because you that know? wouldn't fit into their agenda. 
No, exactly. Like Max fans, okay? If there are Max and Danny oh fans my God. that are angry about what? it. How okay? did we get Go from McLaren to Max? No, but please. What, I'm saying, what I'm saying is, you know, if there are, if there are Max and Daniel fans, that are angry about this situation because they're Daniel fans. Okay, go look at Red Bull then. Okay, uh, and it's the same for Lewis fans. Okay, you didn't mind when Lewis was the number one driver at Mercedes. I'm That's just true. saying. I'm just saying. It's true. It is true. Just show the same energy and don't blame the admin. Okay, and don't blame Lando and don't blame the entire team and say you hate them. And blame all the engineers and the strategists, and just at the end of the day, they're all just doing their jobs. Okay, they've had problems with both cars. Okay, they haven't just had problems with Daniel's cars. Lando did all of testing, and his car simply was broken. And he's had problems in the races as well. Okay, and I just do not understand the hot takes on this one. It's true. I agree I with you. Well. Is there any more? Is Great. There any more? That's that's wonderful because I just got the notification that I only have twenty percent battery left. Okay. Well, let's move on then. <laughs> yeah. Do you have anything else, or can we go to the ranking? No, I'm good. Let's rank. Okay. Um. Before we start the ranking, um, this has a background, by the way. It's the top five scratchable circuits or races. Um, yeah, and this came about because some drivers or multiple drivers have voiced the opinion of the perfect like season would be eighteen to twenty races, and this mm-hmm. year we have twenty three. So I thing. said when we scratch five of them, we have eighteen, and you thought that this was a good idea, so let's do the top five. Scratchable races to have a 18 race calendar. Yeah. Should I start with my number five? Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I have Abu Dhabi as Mother number five. Yeah, because for one, um, I hate it as season final. I've hated yeah. it ever since it has been the season final. I want Brazil as the season final back. That was an incredible time. Also, war flashbacks from last year. I can't, I cannot watch that track without feeling anxious. Um, so, yeah, that's my number five. Okay. Do you want to hear something crazy? You have France on number five. No, I have Abu Dhabi at number five. Oh, wow. For the exact same reasons that you just said. Thank you. Brazil. Thank you very okay. much. Abu Dhabi sucks. <laughs> it does. Um, like, even they modified it, it still sucks. They, ma- they, they changed it to make it more exciting. No, it still sucks. They had to use fraud to make it exciting. They, they had to use literal robbery <laughs> to make anything remotely interesting happen that day, apart from Lewis winning his eighth world championship. Um... And Checo trying to like, yeah. Let's not even talk about it because I'm gonna get heated. But yeah, um, yeah. It, and also, yeah, the the the, the trauma. <laughs> Just the it's trauma. it do be trauma. It, I every time I think back to that day. Just know, 
it was just horrendous. I was just in shock for hours. Yeah. I had to get a KFC. I don't eat KFC. I hate KFC. I was that shocked that I had to get a KFC. Yeah. It's... I don't know how that's relevant, but it is. It, it, is, it is relevant. It's just ain't great. Yeah. It was just <laughs> genuinely terrible. Like, and give me great. back Brazil as my last race. Like, seeing yeah. seeing Zep win in Brazil. That's true, yeah. Oh, I mean... Incredible. It was a good time. Brazil, can you imagine if Brazil was how it ended last season? Yeah, but then, like, he's... Wait. No. I mean, Max still would have had more points, but imagine Max didn't have more points, and that's how the season ended. Yeah, with Lewis, like, making up 20 places in a weekend. Yeah, that would have been monumental. Not some shitty robbery. Yeah. That we Um, all had to sit through. Exactly. I'm glad that we agree. Um, Number four is Spain. Okay. Just, I don't have a particular reason. I just don't like the track. I like I, the, I do like the fans though, very passionate Spanish fans. Um I just it nothing really happens and I yeah, I don't I just don't see the point. It was one of those races where I was like, yeah, it's not bad but it, but it's also not great. So Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I have actually I've heard this about Spain. I've never seen a Spanish race. So I, my parents have been actually. My parents went to Barcelona a couple of years ago. Yeah, and you're gonna see well, you're gonna see a Spanish race next week. I know, but I've never seen them before. But my parents went. I think I want to say 2008 actually, because I've got a tiny little jazz, a Lewis McLaren T-shirt. Yeah, I remember this. We talked about yeah. this. So that's a nice little piece of nostalgia for me. So I have not got it on my list, I'll be honest. But I have heard it's kind of boring. It is. But I'm kind of interested to see how McLaren will do that this year, given the shakedown. (laughs) (laughs) Not to have false hope right now or anything, but... Anyway. (laughs) Yeah. My number four is Austin. Yeah, Austin would have been my number six. Okay. But I already well, scratched a US race. Yeah, we'll get to that. Um, <laughs> you have scratched both. Yeah, fuck those races. No, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um, I really, when I say I don't like it, I, I mean it. I don't like it. Yeah, it's it's not great. I don't enjoy either of them. So, spoiler alert. But Honestly, I'll be I'll be very much honest. Austin is a better track for MotoGP. Like the race yeah, there, that, it yeah. was it was great. I loved it, but the F1 race is just meh. Is all the drivers really like Kota, and yeah, it's why. because everyone barbecues. No, they like the track. Like the- why? <laughs> I don't know, but I've seen multiple drivers talking about how much they quite like that track. I think it's interesting because it is quite technical, so it's pretty fun for them. But as like, a as, as a viewer, as a, it's just yeah. As a viewer, it's boring, and the most thrilling part was the Ferrari sandwich. 
where Lando could have actually decided to just end it all for all four of them right there. <laughs> like, he really could have made that decision. Like, Carlos wanted to end it all in Imola. <laughs> just when I forgot about that. <laughs> I will never be able to unsee that, to be fair. That, what was he doing? <laughs> if I ever, if I ever... He was making the joke that I'm going to jump into traffic. <laughs> He was about to walk into so much traffic. If I ever meet that man, that is the only thing I want to ask him about. Yeah. What are you doing? Where are you going? You crazy. It's um, Carlos. So, yeah. It's Carlos. That was insane. But, yeah. I just don't enjoy Austin. And watching Martin Grundle do the grid walk in Austin <laughs> is the best part of the the weekend. And that is as painful as the race, but it's still more entertaining. <laughs> Never forget. Never forget the Megan incident. The Megan incident. That man is still having flashbacks. Didn't he talk about it, like, last Honestly, week? Honestly, literally, hearing him climb into the commentary box in Miami last weekend, that man had been through so much. <laughs> He was weak and sad and like, he sounded like he'd cried. Didn't he say something like, is is somewhere a racing driver here? Literally, he was walking up and down the grid. He was like, he was walking past these like big celebrities, like big celebrities. And he was like, is there a racing driver? Please, anywhere. Do we still have them? Like, where are they? (laughs) And then Nico Rosberg popped out of nowhere. (laughs) For real, probably. Can you imagine? There was this one, I think it was a basketball player, and he, it was not the basketball player that he thought it was. uh, Because it was, he could only see the back of his head, and he's chasing this man down the pit lane, being like, like calling his name. And he's like, oh, that ain't him. Oh, that's, that's why he wasn't replying. But he still got to interview him. It just wasn't who he thought it was in the back of his head. <sighs> My favorite bit was with DJ um, Khaled. Khaled. That was quite entertaining. It was like, oh, DJ Khaled. Um, and he spoke to him. And that was something I never thought I'd see. So that was. But when he went to Crofty after to do commentary, he was a broken man. <laughs> Like, he was, that was his 13th reason, I think. Like, someone should check on him this week because talking, he went through something that day. Talking about Miami, because Miami is my number three. Play. Because with everything <laughs> around it, I still hated Miami more than I did Kota. Oh, yeah, me too. <laughs> Which is why it was third. Um, mm-hmm. I. It just wasn't worth it, in my opinion. So, no, I agree. Also, if I have to stay with one American race, it would be Kota. As much as I hate it, it's still better than Miami. Um, to be honest, I will say it again. I will be interested if if the Miami track gets into the sweet spot. It could be quite good, but. That could take a few years, so... <laughs> if that ever happens. If that ever happens. I think if Miami was good, it would be better than Kota, but Miami's not good. Therefore, even though Kota is also not good, in my opinion, Kota it's... is still better. Miami's worse. No, I agree. Was Miami your third as well? No. Okay. 
my third is Zambolt. That's my second. I mean, okay. The thing that I would say about Zambolt is that is a sick quality lap. Like that's a that's a cool track. Okay, I think I like the track. I like the yeah. As I say, I like the quality lap, and I think it has potential. But that is genuinely one of the most boring things I have ever seen in my life. Yeah, as a race. Like the only, honestly, the only part. This is how bad it was. The only part of Zanvoort that I enjoyed. Okay, this is how this is how low the bar is. Was the fact was Max's win there? Like I actually, that was actually the only part that was actually mildly entertaining. That no, you know what was entertaining? Like them playing Supermax before the start. That was funny. That was uh, that was the only thing entertaining for me because I saw Daniel like dancing along to it in the mm-hmm. background and to be fair i feel like i'm allowed to say that because mercedes had paper bag strategy that day <laughs> like their strategy was appalling so i feel like yeah. i can say that like genuinely I-, I think that track has potential but it's not it's not giving track. what it was hyped out to be yeah but yeah. again i will i will say like the qualifying lap is cool it's a cool lap but Watching a race there was quite painful, to be fair. Um, I almost fell asleep. Yeah, I agree. Because you I did fall asleep. I, <laughs> I, yeah, for like 10 minutes. Um, I have Sandboard on two mm-hmm. for similar reasons than you do. But I also have to add, um, personally, this is only my opinion, seeing a mass of Max fans <laughs> is not my, let's say, favourable um, place of entertainment. Just pretend the Nakaran fans, that's what I did. That's what Lando does. That's what Lando does. Um, and funnily enough, they were the only crowd with, like, where mostly Max fans were there, where they didn't boo Lewis. Yeah, literally. I do res- have a lot of respect for the Dutch crowd. Um, weirdly enough. So, but yeah, it's just <sighs> scratchable, in my opinion. I it it doesn't make a difference from before where it didn't no. where it wasn't on the calendar. I agree. Great. Your number two um, is Miami. Yeah. Yeah. Then I know what your number one is. What everyone's well. number one. Um, but I will say it again about Miami. I said it earlier, I'll say it again. It's a cool qualifying lap. Okay. Um, so our number one is France. France is genuinely the worst thing ever. No, you know what I think the problem is? Is that we race at Le Castellet and not Le Mans. Yeah, exactly. Which I don't understand. Why aren't we racing at Le Mans? Everyone races at Le Mans. Like, literally, sick. today, MotoGP race at Le Mans, and it was a great race. Yeah, Le Mans slaps, okay? It's iconic. It slaps, it's cool, it's fun. I think, I wouldn't, I wouldn't even say, let's scratch France altogether. I'm just saying, no. let's just change Le Castellet to Le Mans. It's just awful. It gives me a headache. It's boring. It makes me dizzy. 
it's boring. Honestly, now that I'm looking at the calendar, what I'm wondering why I'm not in Croatia during the France Grace Week. Like, I wouldn't this miss anything. <laughs> I literally, like, you know, the UK and Austria are great races, and I'm missing both. Don't worry, if I'm at Silverstone, I'll keep you updated. Please do. Thing that happens. I also, like, if you go to Silverstone, I want you to do the same thing my besties did and give me an autograph of Lewis Hamilton. Thank you very much. Oh, okay. Okay. He's, he hangs out in the paddock so much. Yeah. No, but they do, I'll like, try. autograph sessions No. They do. I'll try. So, we'll see. We'll see. Um, I'm wishing you luck that you are able to go to Silverstone. Um, yeah, France is just, uh, the current track is just not enjoyable at all. But the one thing, the one positive, it did teach me a lot about strategy. Did it? It helped me understand the undercut. <laughs> and the overcut. Amazing. If that's this the is, only thing you can take yeah, away from France, that should tell you everything you need to know about the exactly. track. Exactly. Like, there was not one single overpack <laughs> made. But I got a strategy lesson, so that was quite fun. Amazing. Yeah. I mean, that was quite early on in my Formula One journey. Journey. Like, yeah, that's a good word to use. That was very early on. So I had no idea what was going on. I was like, Mother, didn't you please, watch? You watch from Baku, on? right? No, earlier than that. You said Baku last year. Monaco. Oh, Monaco. Yeah, Monaco. the weekend before. Yeah. Yeah. With the, the twenty, with the forty-eight Monaco. hour. It's. <laughs> yeah. You think Charles will have the forty-eight hour pit stop this year? Uh, well, Bottas is thirty-six hours, but Charles will probably be forty-eight. Yeah. Knowing Charles. Yeah, he's... By the way, I looked it up. He's 6-0 against Monaco. Jesus. <laughs> it's... He's losing. He's losing bad. He's losing really bad. I actually think they just shouldn't... They just shouldn't... Just don't let him bother. start. Just don't let just him don't start. don't even bother. Yeah. It doesn't make sense. It's sad. But at the Guaranteed, same time... When, when we, like... The the way his luck's going, Monaco will be Carlos's first win. <laughs> Checo, oh, no. wait, did Checo have a child? When? Wait, I'm confused. What are you? Are you okay? What happened? I'm confusion. What, what wait. does Checo's child have to do with Carlos's first I just, win? I just saw something. Or my... You might have. Wait, I'm gonna look this up now. What's going on? Yeah, they had a child. Did they? Yeah. Congratulations to Checo and his wife. Congrats, Checo. I'm I'm on the hunt now. You know what? Oh, their newborn is called Emiliano. Oh, that's adorable. Yeah, because I had it on my dash, and I was like, wait. I didn't know his wife was pregnant, but okay. I mean, I had a... I mean, it's not... I kind of thought she might be, but I didn't, like... You know, you know. Oh, by the way, now... um, Charles... Six against... uh, Six-zero against Monaco. 
He DNF 2017 in the F2 feature race. He DNF 2017 in the F2 sprint race. He DNF 2018 F1 in Monaco. <laughs> he DNF 2019 in Monaco. He Please. did not start in 2021 in Monaco. And in 2022, the historic Monaco Grand Prix, he DNF'd in an historic car. He's six zero against Monica. <laughs> I, I, if I, no. If you speak, you're in big trouble. <laughs> I, huh. It's uh, something else. I ain't saying a word. <laughs> it's just, oh god. Yeah. Um, so I guess this was today's episode. Oh, a um, cute baby! Yeah, I know! Aww. But the jump scare I had, because it was the first thing I saw on my dash. It was like, Aww. since when? Um, yeah, this was it for today's episode about the Miami GP. Mm, we will hate every second of it. I did indeed. Um, the 18 minutes of we did before was funny, but as soon as we started talking about Miami, I was like suffering. <laughs> um, so true. We will be back next week for the episode about the Spanish Grand Prix, uh-huh. where you will experience your first boring Spanish Grand Prix. Now, see Happy. me saying this you like I did that. with Melbourne, yeah. and then things happen. You can't unsay that, you know. No, I'm gonna say with my whole chest. Spain was bore. It's gonna be boring. Maybe it something will happen. Is, to be fair. Um, it probably so, is. Probably. Um. So yeah, I we hope you enjoyed this shorter episode. I think I'm not sure, um, because we have been recording for a long time, uh, but haven't started the episode just yet. This, yeah. Yeah, I have lost all sense of time. Yeah, me too. I think my like NHL playoff game is about to start. <laughs> We've been talking for so long. Um, so we hope you enjoyed this episode, and we will see here, you guys, in the next one about Spain. Bye. Bye.